I'm Sal Ferugia, the owner of LI Kick, an adult sports league on Long Island, New York. Whenever I meet a brand new player, I always ask them, so what made you want to join an adult sports league? And their answers always surprise me. This podcast is a discussion of people's central need to connect, play, and get involved. Welcome to Sorry Mom, It's Not a Phase. I joined an adult sports league. Monsieurin, today our guest is Rachel Oliver. Oliver, Rachel, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. All right. So obviously you've been at this for a while, I think since 2015. I have. Right? Just about to hit my eight-year kickversary. Wow. Wow. That's that's incredible. So what first made you want to join LA Kick? So um, in high school, I was never the active kid. I did dance, but I never played any sports. And a friend and I were trying to lose some weight, be more active. We're like, what sport requires no skill? And so we're like, ah, kickball. <laughs> and so it was literally just a Google search, kickball Long Island. And here I am. Wow. So it popped up and the rest is history. So that's awesome. So not much of an athletic background, a little dance. But what you said was what sports requires the least athleticism and you thought it was kickball. How has your opinion changed over time with that? Um, I still don't think I'm super athletic, but I think it's a really good, like, gateway sport you can get into it like everyone knows the rules of baseball it's almost the same everyone knows the rules but it requires you to not have to hit a very small ball with a very small bat it's it's your foot and you have a lot more control over it and it's a giant ball and it is a giant red ball so i i still feel like it's a good gateway sport for anybody who wants to be more active but not have to learn something brand new Mm -hmm. that's great so the first sport you did was kickball um you go in there um Maybe you had a friend, maybe you didn't. How how did you join? What was that process like? And what was your first night out there like? So back in the day, um, I, I don't even think there were credit card transactions on the website yet. <laughs> Between seasons, if you wanted to play again, you found Sal on the field, filled out a slip of paper, and handed him a 50. Wow. It, it was so much different than what it is now. And so back then, I think we showed up and found out what our team was the first night. We had no idea where we were playing because we, it was me and a friend who just signed up as free agents. And we ended up on a team with a bunch of med students. So it was pretty cool. Were these med students any good at kickball? Did they know the rules? No. No. We also didn't know the rules because, like, mm-hmm. sure, you know baseball, but there's found out what a catcher does for the first time. And then we had an old guy on the other team yelling at us. And we're like, what is happening? Yeah. And so, why are they so much better? <laughs> why are they so much better? What is happening? How are we losing so bad? So obviously – a lot of years between now and then. Now, you know most of the rules, which is good. <laughs> I, I should know the rules. I'm running a league. I better know the rules. Yeah. So um, over time, how did you learn the rules, and how did you find your position at catcher? So I found my position at catcher mostly because um, I can't catch a ball. On the fly. Yeah, on the fly. I'm not. It's on the ground. I can roll on the ground and pick it up. And I know that I'm fast, so that's where I found myself gravitating towards because I didn't want to have people be responsible for me not doing well in the field. And so I put myself in a position where I'm like, I could be responsible for this. So how quickly did, re- did you realize that you couldn't catch a pop-up? Or did that something, was that something you knew going in? Um, I don't think I knew going in because I didn't have a kickball at home to practice. But you learn real fast when it is beaming at your head that you're either catching it or moving out of the way. And I'm always getting out of the way. I don't or you're just getting hit in the chest and dropping it. <laughs> And, and that always happens. You're like, oh, I definitely have this. And there you have like your basketball hoop out and it doesn't catch. <laughs> and you definitely don't have it. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I've definitely, I think we've all, 
missed easy pop-ups. But I think it takes a specific set of skills to play catcher, uh, those of which I do not have and those of which you do have. So you realize you're a great catcher. What's a tip you would give to someone who wants to try the catcher position? Um, every ball you should be going for. Whether you think they're going to boom it or they're going to do a little tap, you should always run out. Because you can always back up if you need to make the play at home. But most of the time, you're not making plays at home. And if you are, you'll stay there. But every other time, go for every ball. Mm-hmm. doesn't matter if it goes anywhere too far for you. Go, you should always go for it. So for those who don't know, because there's a lot, I know there's a lot of listeners who haven't played it uh, in the kickball league yet, what is the bunt rule? So the bunt rule is if the catcher has full possession of the ball before the runner gets to first, the catcher, um, sorry, the runner will get two strikes. Mm-hmm. And so it doesn't matter where you pick up the ball because there's a lot of confusion where, oh, well, the ball got past the pitcher, so it's fair. No, if I pick it up past the pitcher and you still haven't gotten to first, you got two strikes and you have to go kick again. Right. Yes, that is the rule. And Rachel is as good of the, I've seen anyone do it as getting people out and yelling people off and speeding up and doing tumble salts and circus tricks to get. That That's another good tip. Uh, if it's yours, you better yell mm-hmm. because someone will try and make a play. And if you know it's your play to make, you should be talking to your teammates. Mm-hmm. That's any position, really. Right. So always call people off if you think you even have a chance. At yeah. It. Um, so we'll get back to kickball, a lot to talk about there, but you've also done volleyball and recently picked the ball. Talk about some of your volleyball experiences. So volleyball I got into because my husband wanted to play because kickball, it wasn't for him, but loved volleyball in high school. And so, um, I play, uh, I play usually in Massapequa with Alex Suva. He's my captain. Shout out to Suva. Shout out to Suva. Um, and we're not great. Yeah, that's okay, but that but that, that's um, the great part is you can be good or bad and still have fun. Oh, we have a ton of fun. We have we have nicknames for each other on the field. Like my husband's nickname is Big Daddy on the field, and <laughs> he's going to kill me for telling him telling everybody that. But it's fine. Um, I can't serve to save my life. Every single serve will be one inch short of the net, and I'm like, if I could just put my toe over the line, I will get it over every time. <laughs> But everyone's go watch your toes, watch your toes. I'm like, I'm watching them. I'm watching them touch the line and stay right behind it. And I still don't make it over. Yeah, but that's the best part. There's like a wide range of something for everyone in LA Kick, whether you're social, competitive, somewhere in the middle, there's somewhere for you to uh, find your groove. So that was volleyball and um, working on the serve, but we'll get there. We'll get there. Definitely. Maybe. Yeah, maybe, maybe not. You know, by the end of the season, way. I usually get good, and then the volleyball season ends. We start back over, and it takes start all, all eight weeks like to get there again. Yeah, that's funny. Um, so you recently also joined Pickleball. I know uh, you play on Wednesday nights, right? Mondays. Mondays, okay. So yeah. do they have like the court system of like the court one, and, like the best players play on the top court, or is it different? No, we have um, – it's doubles. Doubles, so, yeah, oh, okay. We're playing as a team. Okay, who's on your team? My husband, Terrence. All right. Shout out to Terrence. Very nice. How are you guys fared so far? Um, we're on the bottom end, but it's there's a big learning curve. Oh, like, for sure. If you think about kickball, the rules are basically baseball with some nuance. Pickleball is nothing like badminton or tennis. There's so many little intricacies. Like, you get on the field, they're like, don't go in the kitchen. I'm like, well, where is that? <laughs> right. So it's, it's a huge learning curve, but there's a lot of nice old ladies there that help us. Yes. Yeah, it's crazy how, like, the older people are so much better. I always say it's because they were there 
since the game started in the <laughs> 70s. And they kick our ass. Time. Yeah. They've been playing every day since since they invented the sport themselves. Um, but yeah, they're amazing. Um, and pickleball is a lot of fun. I think uh, it can be competitive, but if you're if you're matched up with someone with equal skills, I think the game can be a lot of fun. Oh, it definitely is. And like you can always laugh at yourself when you go and swing your hand and it just goes straight under <laughs> yeah, the paddle. You just get and you're like, no contact. That's not long enough. Yeah. That that's the biggest thing for me is like I know I'm short, and if a ball's close to the ground, I'm like, oh, I can easily get that. But the paddle's not long, and I always feel like it's longer than it is, it's and not, I miss. It's not a tennis racket. It's a short handle, too. Yeah, because I've, I've played badminton before, and so my mind thinks it's that long. It's not. So before you joined in 2015, uh, the Rachel expectations as she was walking up to her first night to the Rachel of 2023, how do those – to the reality versus – expectations versus reality, how does that compare? For your From the beginning to now? Yeah. Um, I think that – they're they're pretty similar. I wouldn't say that that it's so different. I expected to go get a little workout and make some friends, and I think that it's it's the same now. Mm-hmm. Now I know I'm not I might not be making as many more new friends because I've made you know everyone in the oh league. my gosh at yeah. this point. But I I make it as like a league director now. It's a little different just because of that. I make sure I get to know at least everybody's name, mm-hmm. and I've talked to them once at the bar afterwards, or I'm making sure I say hi on the field. So the expectations are similar, but I'm just more like now I have it's a little bit more of a job, mm-hmm. but it's like the best job you could have. Right. Of course. You know, go out, have fun with your friends, go out drinking afterwards. Yeah. What can you go? What? What? What is there to complain about? Nothing. Nothing. Right. And I think just complain about the ump because you were safe. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. Shout out to all the umps, including me. Um. But yeah, I think you and Sal have like the great personality of like welcoming people, being bubbly and energetic, making sure everyone feels included. And I think that's exactly what you need in a league director. So having said that, you go from just being a player, what was your first season like as a league director? And why did you decide to become a league director? Um, so Sal asked me. Um, it was very hectic, I would say, season one, because it was, okay, I've never done this before. I have nobody here that's helping me. And we were also just at the cusp of having enough players. So everybody joined as a free agent. So we did a, it was, it ended up being draft and we did a draft on Friday night and Monday was the first night and two of the team, no, three of the teams only had 13 players and one had 14. And I went out that night and recruited three more people and made sure we had 14 players on every team. Just for reference, you play with 10 in the field. So 14 is, you need a, you need an inning off every now and then. And you need a buffer for if somebody's out because- You're never going to have 100% attendance the entire season. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't happen. People have things that happen, things that come up. Yeah, life happens in, in between kickball. So um, talk about your more about your experience as a league director. So I told Sal, I was like, hey, like, I think I, I'm going to be able to do this, but this is the busiest part of my job, like in my normal job. I'm like, do I have to do all this extra work outside? And he's like, no, I think you'll be fine. And so I show up night one and I have to make sure my umps are there and make sure all the teams, like all the players, all these random people that didn't sign up as a team show up. Right. And I had one team that had seven players show up. And I'm like, I can't have a forfeit on my first night. It, technically, our first night rained out because it's Huntington rain always rains. Huntington. Yep. Huntington always rains. The premier night rained out. We get there and one team's like, yeah, I've got seven players. And we were supposed to have started 20 minutes ago. And I'm like, I look at one of the umps. I go, you got cleats? He goes, yeah. I go, go get on the field. You're going to play kickball right now. 
Wow, what a guy. Right? Yeah, that's uh, that's clutch. Um, and they ended up winning that game. That's awesome. That eight-person eight team. Yeah, one of them being the ump. That's that's awesome. That's just piece of like like you never know what's gonna happen, and it's always gonna be a funny story at the end. Um, so we know, LA Kick more than just a kickball league, more than just a sports league. There's a lot of other fun events such as tournaments, or some people like to say tournaments, the gala <laughs> and bar crawls. So out of those three, um, what has been your favorite? And talk about your experience going to bar crawls and the gala and having fun outside of kickball. gala is the party of the year. I have been going to every gala since. I've been in the league. Um, our first ones were at like a restaurant and they're upstairs. And now we're like renting out wedding reception halls. So it's crazy how many more people are now showing up. And since we have so many sports, I go there and I'm like, I don't know half the people here compared to going when it was Knowing just everyone. kickball. Yeah. Right. Cause I started when that was the only sport we did. And so it was a nice, you know, like 50 people showed up. Now there's like 500 people showing up. It's crazy. And it's insane. But it's it's so fun to see everybody. Like, I met people in other leagues. And now I'm making friends, you know? So that's yeah. the best thing about the gala. And the bar crawl's probably a lot like that, too. I don't go to as many of the bar crawls. Mm -hmm. But you can go, and you know that you all have something in common first. Yeah. Well, you know you have the setup. Oh, I'm also in Olympic. What league are you in? You know, do you want to do this? Do you want to be my partner for Cornhole? Have you ever tried this league? And you always have that common ground, and you meet like-minded people who like to play sports, too. So it always works out in the end. Um, always I, recruiting. Always recruiting. A ABR, always be recruiting. Um, and you've also done a bunch of kickball tournaments. Uh, I did. So what are those like? I know they're like all-day events. Oh, they are also hectic because you get up at 9 o'clock, and you play kickball until the sun goes down most of the time. Um, recently this year, I've won – Two tournaments. No, three tournaments. Wow. Yeah. Go back in history. It doesn't show that way. This year is a good year for me. This <laughs> year, I played in Let the Girls Play, which was an all-girls tournament that was um, kind of like a draft style. And then I played in the um, the Turkey Bowl mm -hmm. and the Secret Santa, which was also draft. And I was able and to- And you do won all three? I won social and Turkey Bowl. But yes, I won all three of them. Okay. Yeah, that still counts. And it was two different divisions, so yeah. I won my division. That's right. You can't win a division you're not in. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and with Secret Santa, I also happened to be a captain. Funny story, I was like, so, um, for those of you who don't know, I'm not the smartest. <laughs> <laughs> so, I pick up my bag, and it has a captain in it. I'm like, oh, they selected me to be a captain. <laughs> I always wanted to be a captain, but it was totally random. So you was, picked that bag. <laughs> I just picked the, of the bag, but I couldn't put that together. So that's just a little sidebar. But we did come in last, so shout out to us. Um, but you Funny guys won. Secret Santa, none mm -hmm. of us pulled a, hat, a captain hat because, you know, we ended up being short players having to move it because of the weather. Right. And everyone just looks and goes, so Rachel, you're the captain? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I guess so. Yep. Yeah. I've been captaining for years now. I will do it. Mm-hmm. Also, I'll bring this to another point. Uh, you start off as a player on a free agent team. What made you decide to step out and try to be a captain? So the first season I played was just one night, and I was a free agent on this med student team. They never came back, so I joined as a free agent again, um, but for two nights. Mm -hmm. And I joined the team Fireballs that my good friend Joe Bamba was the captain of, and I stayed on that team for years. And then he goes, Rachel, this is really stressing me out. He goes, I can't do this every week. And I was helping him then at that point. Like, it's making a lineup. But I was helping him. And he goes, do you want to do it? And I'm like, 
yeah, yeah, just give it to me. <laughs> I'm like, I'm ready. Just get, let me be the captain. And then we had another team where we made a whole new team on Thursdays instead of because we were both free agents on Thursdays. And he's like, can you do this one too? And I'm like, yep. And so now the, that was a team. I ran fireballs for a couple of years. And then when Glen Cove split into one day, I moved one team to Freeport, kept one in Glen Cove. It just worked out. Yep. Yeah. And I think in many ways you're a natural leader. So it worked out for you regardless, even if you're a captain or not. But uh, you captained um, my team, the Rumbos, which I think you did a great job just like organizing everyone, making sure everyone has fun. So kudos to you for that. That but, team was crazy to come together because I joined as a free agent in the summer just because I was like, my team doesn't play in the summer, so I'm just going to join as a free agent. Mm -hmm. And then I kept everybody. And I'm like, okay, well, now we have a real team. Yeah. And I just recruited just a couple extra people after that, you being one of them, mm -hmm. because my free agent team ended up losing maybe like four or five people. I'm like, okay, I just need a couple more. And now I've got a real team. And now I guess I'm playing in the summer on this team because we started as uh, Rachel's Rambos. Mm -hmm. because Sal likes to make silly names for Little the Frigid puns. teams. I'm like, please, yeah. I'm like, please just change it to Rambos. I don't want this. I don't want my name on it. Mm -hmm. It's really weird. But then, you know, everyone likes to make alcoholic puns for their team names. So I had to change it to Rambos. And my other team name is Rum Around the Bases. And then when we moved to Freeport, Rum Around the Mile. You know. It all works you gotta, out. You got to change it up a little it's bit. got to be a little creative. Not only are you a great captain, you're also Miss Kickball. How did you earn that title? So, like I said, or like you've said, mm -hmm. I know a lot of people at this right. point. Once you start knowing everybody and everyone else knows your name and you're friends with so many people, um, it's it's not a popularity contest, but that year was just like, it was the year that I had just become a captain and I was um, playing on two nights. And so Sal had given out awards at the gala. There was ones like best teammate, um, rookie of the year, best veteran, and Suva and I both got Miss and uh, Mrs. and Mr. Kickball, and he doesn't ever stop talking about it. Yeah, he was <laughs> known for uh, going on and on about himself, but that's why we love him. But I'm not gonna lie, I've got my trophies all next to each other, and I still have it. Yeah, so that, that's great. Um, so your friend from Northern Oregon moves to Long Island and wants to get into an adult social sports league. What's your pick, pitch for this league, and why should they join? Well, they're my friend first. I want to hang out with them more. And right. if they want to hang out with me, they need to come out and play kickball. They need to come out and play volleyball. Pitball. No. I have a friend that comes out to just my games. She can't, She's injured and can't play, but will come out every week. She's our team mom. Shout out to Dawn. Shout out to Dawn. So that would be my pitch. It would be like, you're my best friend or you're my good friend and I want you to meet all of my other good friends. Absolutely. That's a great pitch. And who knows? It could be the best decision they ever made joining. Um, as we wrap Everyone up. Everyone knows it would be the best decision they <laughs> made the to join. Decision. That's right. So uh, over the years, uh, what are some of your favorite experiences that stand out to you? One that I always really love to go back to is um, my run around the, uh, the basis team. We were playing in Glen Cove and something happened with the lights and the fields, and it was championship night. And we were going for the B bracket champions, and we were, it was a very rough season for us. But then they delayed our game because there weren't enough fields. And we wound up playing until 12.02 a.m. and won the title. Wow. But nobody else was left around. It was just the two teams playing, 
the final game, the A bracket had ended an hour ago. The C bracket was gone. All the other lights were off. And we were the only teams, like the only 24 people left on the field. And so I go back to that. That's, that was the first championship, you know, that I ever won. It wasn't, we didn't get any prizes. We didn't get any recognition, but we knew. And so that was enough for us. And that was like our first like breakthrough. We're like, oh my God, we did a thing. Yeah, that's awesome. That's a great memory. Rachel, thank you for being a great captain. Uh, thank you for bringing people in to LI Kick. And uh, keep up the great work. And most importantly, thank you to everyone for listening. Thank you.